Hello and welcome back to Watch and Waffle with myself, Thomas Thorogood, and my very good friend, Jolie. Currently, very good friend. <laughs> Today we are going to have a debate about Quentin Tarantino. Is he overrated? I'm going to be arguing for the case that he is overrated. You're going to be arguing for the case that he's not overrated. Strongly, strongly. Yeah. So we're going to do this in a formal debate style. Mm. Joe, you have one minute to <clears throat> make your opening statement. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, your time starts now. Okay. So I think Quentin Tarantino is, I'd say, the greatest filmmaker to ever live, or one of, at least definitely in the top three. Um, his style is original. It incorporates the past of westerns and that um, interesting 80s, you know, quirky style with camera movements and uh, the just the overall taste of his films. They're, they're amazing. His music, his music choice is always epic. Uh, the songs he picks are songs you've never heard before, and yet they're so well used for whatever scene they're in. They're juxtaposing, or they fit the tone perfectly. They're amazing. Um, his dialogue is amazing. It's, it's so good. It's calming. Um, it's natural, depending on what scene it is. It doesn't matter. It's always epic. Um, his characters are awesome. They're so original, and his casting for his characters are always absolutely pitch perfect. So that is why Quentin Tarantino is the best oh. perfectly timed thank you very much i now have a minute for my opening statement okay so i think tarantino is <laughs> overrated for two reasons number one his style and number two his message so let's start with number one uh he's a film nerd which is Okay, fine. That's normally a good thing. But in his case, he's like a kid in the Wilco pick and mix aisle, just grabbing stuff from films he likes and flinging them onto the screen. <laughs> watching a Tarantino film is like watching an AI try to assimilate a dozen films you'd rather be watching into one. Uh, no doubt he's directed some phenomenal set pieces, but the films around them do not hang together. I think he's a stronger director than he is writer, but this is the problem. He has to be the one to write all his films. He wants his hands on everything. And where is unique voice does shine through uh, his films are not better for it because all his characters sound the same they sound like him the wisecracking self-indulgent teenager at your local cex shop we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way let me do it's that's it they yeah they all speak the same as characters and that's all i've got time for all right oh. joe you have one minute for your first rebuttal mm. <sighs> all right okay oh my gosh all right that that is that is so outrageous. He, he's yes, he's an incredible director, but his writing is so unique. The way the way his characters just talk about normal stuff. Usually these days, it's it's so rare to have characters talk about things which aren't the main plot or lead to the main plot. In Pulp Fiction alone, he's got like Samuel L. Jackson and uh, John Travolta just talking about feet and burgers, which is so random and so weird at points. But also, it's just so normal. It's just conversations of two people, which makes you feel more relaxed as, oh, I'm just listening to these two characters in this story, which means that when the plot uh, thickens and changes, you feel it more aggressively. It's, there, his stories are so well made. They're so beautifully intertwined. Pulp Fiction, for example, five completely different stories, beautifully intertwined. And even when he just does a normal storyline, it's so beautiful, like Django Unchained. Like, oh, oh this is so hard. <laughs> oh, so that's a short amount minute. of time, isn't it? One minute. Oh. Okay. Um, oh very my well gosh. done, lad. Well done. This is good fun, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Uh, 
Hit me, Thomas. Okay, I th- I think it's trying. It's making you think that it's much clever, cleverer than it actually is. Um, I, I, he's just so self-indulgent. He even inserts himself into his films more more than cameos. They're like extended parts, and it's just so annoying. And and that's his style. As for his message, I didn't have time to get onto this, but um, I have this quote from. Wes Craven, who is a horror Here film director, he said, I walked out of a screening of Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs because I felt at a certain point the filmmaker was just getting off on the violence and it was being treated as something amusing, which it isn't to me. Now, people will disagree on this and violence in films and, you know, how much is too much. And it's not so much what you depict, but how you depict it. But something that that articulates what grates on me about his style a little bit, that his films seem to really enjoy the violence. Some people have described them as revenge porn. And <laughs> I think you can tell a good revenge story, but he wallows in revenge is what I find. <sighs> so we now going to have four minutes of minutes. cross-examination. Oh, lovely. Is that all right? That is all right. <sighs> so Joe, it's good. So now we could actually talk to Brie, each other. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to go with this? Um, I j- I'm, I'm astounded. I'm astounded that you can't, like you can't take in, just like it's just so it's just awesome. I'm I like Django mm. Unchained. It's it's not my favorite film. Pulp Fiction is my favorite film. But J- when I watched Django Unchained, I was like, wow, this is epic. And yes, it's a revenge story. I'm not going to call it revenge porn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's a revenge story, and yeah. it's I think it's quite possibly the greatest revenge film ever made, because it shows the determination. And Will Smith was like, I rejected the movie because it wasn't based on love. Of course it was based on love. That's why he bloody goes to try and find his wife. He's he's a slave in the, in the most difficult... He couldn't be in a more difficult position. And he manages to break out of those chains, manages to find a way to get to his wife, and has to develop as a man, as a as a character, as a bounty hunter, and then he finds his wife, and then he's got all of these challenges. But it's the growth of... Um, of uh, Jamie Foxx's character, it's Django. It's just so excellent, and and the craftsmanship involved. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I get that, and I, I, I that is one of my favorite Tarantino's. It's not saying much, but <laughs> I would put that up there. And but what do you think on that moral point? So I'm I'm perfectly fine with films telling a revenge story, mm. but do you get my point that? Tarantino really enjoys the revenge part. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood really draws it out and you're like, there's no violence in it. And then right at the end, he goes <laughs> naught to a hundred. In Glorious Bastards, you see a Jewish woman burning a cinema with like Hitler and the Nazis. And it's meant to be cathartic because you're, you're seeing the underdogs of history taking revenge on the, their oppressors in spectacular fashion. And I think that's what people enjoy about it. But I, I find that uncomfortable. I Just the way he portrays it, the way, he's like a you know getting excited as he's doing this that grates on me a little bit and maybe mm. i'm wrong about it. maybe there's a place for that kind of storytelling mm. but yeah it's the the joy with which he portrays the revenge not the fact that he uh depicts revenge in and of itself well i mean every film sort of does that any film mm. which involves violence i mean marvel doesn't escape this i think the fact that they I think if you're going to criticize quentin tarantino for his violence you should criti- criticize everyone going back even to marvel because even like star wars they they don't they don't show death i think just because like they don't show death with the um the weight that it holds like your who is it where's craven where's craven yeah um i think tarantino shows the blood and he shows the gore 
Yeah. But I think and that I'm fine with. Yeah. It's so the content. It's not a content issue. But I think I think if you, if you're going to criticize Tarantino for that, you should then criticize Marvel for, you know, like they never like Iron Man destroys like aliens and blows them up but because yeah. they're aliens it's not a big deal well the bad guys get their just desserts and i'm all for that in a story but it's not the but they but you can also argue that the avengers are also joking around and laughing in those moments which mm. takes away from the seriousness of those deaths and those injuries which is why which is why i i like when i watch a film i'm i'm sitting in a seat going right this isn't a biography I know this isn't real. This is a director building world around these characters, letting these characters roam around, do what they want to do. And that's what I think he does so well. Yeah. Do you know what I would say, Joe? <laughs> Hit me. Uh, vengeance is the Lord's and Tarantino is not Lord. <laughs> no, but I, 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 see, I see your point. That is very well articulated and you've helped... <laughs> one minute for your closing statement is that all right that is all right your time starts now so closing statement so we've we've revealed a lot about both both sides because it's not an uncommon opinion um uh i think that obviously the popular opinion is to love tarantino and i think i think some people don't like him because they want to go against the norm. I, I'm not saying that's what you're saying. But I think some people are like, well, everyone thinks he's so good. I don't think he's so good because everyone thinks he's so good. I think I think if you look at his... There's obviously two generations of Tarantino. There's the earlier generations of Reservoir Dogs to... I think it's Death Proof. Now, I haven't seen all of those films. But Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction are iconic and amazing storytelling in such a cool way. And if you look at his modern films, the way he's changed to tell really compelling stories but still keep that Tarantino taste is something that a lot of directors have lost. But only, I think, him and Martin Scorsese like have kept that tone from the original film that they've done to their final one. Mm. Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Okay. Boom. I hope you're watching this, Tarantino. Please, <laughs> please stick me in one of your films. Your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, Joe. This has been a very helpful experience. And mm. I, I think for me, I threw in the moral one, to the moral objection to be a little bit cheeky. For me, the bigger <laughs> thing is the kind of stylistic one that I think maybe they're just not for me. And I can appreciate the craftsmanship. And I do think, as I say, he's very talented at delivering exceptional set pieces mm. with tension. I just don't find that his films kind of hang together. They feel a little bit like they're winking with the audience. And he has a fan base and he gives them what they want. Uh, but it's a little bit, ah, see what I did there kind of thing. Uh, th these are the Tarantino hallmarks. And I, I don't feel like I'm in on that crowd and I don't especially want to be. But you've, <laughs> that was a valiant effort. Um, for, for the moral point of view, I think it's interesting that we've touched on that. I'd like to think some more about revenge and like, what is a good way of depicting mm. revenge in films mm. um because i think it's a hard thing to get right yeah um but yeah i would say i enjoyed kill bill and i enjoyed django so mm. there we go look at that uh, <laughs> well we managed i think we managed to do a 10 yeah. minute debate i'm pretty chuffed because we could that have talked about good. that for about an hour but why are you so sure that there's no link between enjoying movie violence and enjoying real violence 
I don't, I, well, I'm gonna tell you why I'm so sure. Don't, don't ask me a question like that. I'm not gonna, I'm not biting. If anyone cares what I have to say about it, they can Google me and they can look for 20 years what I have to say about it. I haven't changed my eye, my choice, my, my opinion, one iota. No, but you, you haven't, you haven't fleshed it out. That, that, that's I, the only I, it, reason. It's not my job to flesh it out. No, it's my, it's my so, job to try and ask you to. And that's I'm all, shutting you know, your butt down. And that's, that's entirely <laughs> your, that's entirely this your This is a your, commercial your from my movie.